that poll, how much money do you have in Tarkov? Because what's the number one thing everyone's saying right now? It's too easy to make money. I've got 43 billion rubles. I'm buying slicks and stuff all the time. You're running into all these chads, money, money, money. That's it. Well, so how much how much money do you have in Tarkov, right? 33,000 votes, which is more than I thought I'd get, but definitely not the entire Tarkov community. I understand it. How much money do you have in Tarkov? Understanding that people can lie if they want. 45% said zero to five million rubles. 45%. That blew my mind. everybody welcome to the podcast the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life like youtube content creation with a heavy focus on the first person shooter escape from tarkov i'm one of your co-hosts jesse kazam <laughs> and i'm Veritas. <laughs> you're just like the waiting thing, the only thing i the only thing i i instantly notice is like your inflection there normally there's a comma after youtube so but you're like mm. youtube content creation so it's like we're all we're only focused on don't talk about tiktok do not absolutely no. not talk about instagram Get. And you're, we're not allowed to stream on Twitch anymore. We're both removing our partnerships. We're YouTube content creators now. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh, I mean, that's actually a good segue into literally what I wrote um, on one of these bullet points was Ooh. that I've been, uh, I have been, I don't want to say slacking because it's less slacking and, and more of a choice. Uh, I, I just haven't. <laughs> I just haven't been motivated, not motivated. How do I, how do I describe it? I have a bunch of videos I want to do for Tarkov. And a lot mm. of them are like, a lot of them are guide videos and more informational videos. And I just feel like, I mean, as we've talked about before, I just feel like there's so many other things overshadowing everything, like the net code yeah. and, and everything yeah. that like, I don't want to make, like the one video I want to do is uh, factory, like why I recommend factory for new players. Because I have like an that would be hour a great of video, yeah. Like one v four epic fucking things, dude. Like clearing it with SV ninety eight, like against four juicy dudes with like HKs and like just crazy stuff. Jeez. Going back to last year, but it's like I, I just just something that feels weird about putting out a video about like here's how you can become a great player, but it's all irrelevant because because the game <laughs> will not let you be a great player. Yeah, because close quarters fucking fights are so janky yeah. that like I almost. I almost don't want to recommend it right now. So it, it, so many things are on hold. Yeah. Um, and I've been focusing on some of the speedrunning stuff. But uh, but your 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 YouTube's. I mean, you've been busting them out. It seems like once a day at least. Yeah, I've um, been doing five a week. Try like Monday through Friday, which are my like office days. I've been trying to do. Has that, do you edit yourself or do you have an editor? I my highlight videos my brother edits, <clears throat> which is normally one a week, and then the other ones I'll edit. Right on. And has that been, has, has posting more consistently, have you noticed that make a difference? I mean, yeah, for sure. So we, when I went full time in August, I like, so I lost my other job and I had all this free time and I was like, okay, well, let me, I set a goal of five videos a week as like, this is a accountability to make sure I'm using all that extra time I got back and like reinvesting it. So that's like, it was like, let me do this for a month. That was the goal. Five videos a week for a month. Cause I had been posting like one a week prior to that. And then I just never stopped barring the birth of my child and stuff like that. I think I've only done less than five, like a few weeks um, and just nonstop. And it's been 
dude, it's been insane. It's been like single-handedly the greatest driver of everything, of my growth on Twitch, obviously on YouTube. And uh, it's interesting, man. It's so interesting because sometimes like now where I'm at is I'm thinking of like, is it worth scaling back to less? It's really hard, man, because you you when you hear creators like Mr. Beast talk about YouTube, they're like less is more. They're like put out less videos, but better quality. But then like some people are like it's quantity over quality on YouTube. And so it's like weird. So I've always been trying to ride that line and just like it, it just pushes me to constantly be creating content. But we're at a weird place in Tarkov where 90% of my content, especially originally was beginner stuff like, you know, going through and explaining each individual systems and stuff like that. And there's just not a lot of new things happening in Tarkov to make beginner content about that I haven't already made content about. So then I've tried to shift to more like highlights or like gun builds. Like my favorite thing I've been doing, I have like eight or 10 videos in the cheap Chad Destroyers playlist where it's just like you can actually use something other than a meta HK and still have yep. fun playing the game. But it's definitely like a, I don't know, it's it's a mind I'm just, I'm just all over the place with it. Sometimes I'm like, this is the best. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I should scale it back. I don't know. It's the, uh, it's like the content creators curse. Well, that the alliteration there, um, <laughs> to where like I'm subbed to a million great content creators and yeah. friends. And I never, I never get to watch like anybody's stuff. But what I do pay attention to, um, or at least try to is like view numbers. And I look at thumbnails cause I'm always yeah. trying to pick up stuff. Um, and, and I just really like I really like what you've been doing lately with your your titles and your thumbnails. Um, there's a lot of like it reminds me of the old Pokemon. Um, you remember <laughs> the end? Was it the end or the commercials? Actually, where it was like a a silhouette, like a black silhouette. Oh yeah, of a Pokemon. Where I was like, which Pokemon is this? Because you have like, is yeah. this the new meta? And you have a gun. You know, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's like black Blacked silhouetted. Out, yep. Um, do you find that that those that those, I mean, just looking at like, I can kind of tell instinctually looking at your thumbnails, kind of what the view numbers are going to be yeah. relative to the other videos, you know, like seeing, is this the new meta with it? Like that to me is like, that's going to be twice as many views as something 100%. else. Meme or meta, the one with the fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. starship trooper helmet with the the goggles and it just looks wicked sick like yep. that that you know got twice as many views as uh, as as most of the other ones in, around the same time it's so interesting i i've been i've been trying to Dude. do some different stuff with thumbnails and it's been a lot of experimentation knowing yeah. knowing that i'm fine trying a bunch of weird things yeah and seeing how that affects things even if it's negative just because i want to know yeah. You know, you never know, right? 100%. Um, 100%. And it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I made it a concerted effort probably like three, four months ago to really hone in on like make better thumbnails and make better titles. And that was when like, that was when I switched from like some of my old 
budget or old like budget build guides were like the mp7 is the best budget gun in tarkov you know what i mean and and, and people read the title and they're like cool i know that a hundred percent you see the gun you see the thing and it's like like if they didn't want to watch the video they could be like oh one of the content creators thinks that that's a great budget gun and they could move on but you know what i mean like is this the new meta question mark and then the silhouetted thing means you have to at least click on it you know what i mean and so and it's mind-blowing how much all of that plays. It's YouTube is such a weird thing where like every slice of the pie almost feels like it's of equal weight, but every slice of the pie also is infinitely feels completely irrelevant. Dead. Like everything feels like the whole world. It feels like you can't succeed without a good thumbnail or a good title, or a good hook in the beginning. So it's like, they can't all be 100% of what's worth investing your time into. So it's like, it feels like they all only represent 10% of a good video, but any one of them can bomb a video. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Thumbnail. Yeah, it's like yep. you, you as the creator have to think about 10 things and you have to make all 10 things great to get a viral video. But if any one of them, it's not going to be a mediocre video. You put up a misleading title or a bad thumbnail and it's just not going to work the, the content from the minute one to minute 30 is great but it's just youtube the algorithm is so it when you have like however many hundreds of thousands of hours of content being uploaded every minute it has it it, it, it gets to pick the best of the best the best of the best so it's sometimes it's stressful because every time I do experiments, I learn like, wow, the titles really matter. Oh, wow. The thumbnails really matter. Oh, wow. The first 30 seconds of the video, you know, I used to be the very first 30 seconds of my video. Every single video was, you know, what's up guys. This is Jesse Sam. Welcome back to another skate from Tarkov video. Blah, 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 blah. But now it's like, that as soon as the video hits, it's like sniping is in a really weird spot in escape from Tarkov. And I think this gun is going to be a good one. I'm just because you increase retention early. Yeah, basically? yeah, a little bit, but a, but even it went from you know a straight down to like a you know a little bit, and it's just yeah, yeah. It's, there's so much to it, man, and it's and everything has its own give and take. The amount of like it's so funny that you said that that you were like, man, what you're doing with your titles and your thumbnails recently? The amount of comments I've gotten have you know tenfold, twentyfold, where like I like your content, Jesse, but these thumbnails and titles have been getting really cringe. Those types of comments, 300 times what I used to get. And it's like, I, I want your content. Sorry. I, I, want your, yeah. I want your content to be put in front of me and to be so not noticeable and so subtle yeah. that I would never see it, but I want to see it. Exactly. So, thanks for making it fucking stand out to me. Exactly. It's, cr it's crazy. And so, so there's always like the give and take and there's always the back of my mind where I'm like, I don't want to clickbait people or do anything crazy. So I don't know. It's, but overall it was, it has been like well, well worth investing my time into, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it, the amount of follower growth on Twitch, the amount of reviewer growth on Twitch, the, you know, last year at 2020, we, in January of 2020, we had just celebrated being at like 2,000 subscribers and now we're at 63,000. And so like, it's it's been well, well worth it. But it's definitely, it's funny that you bring it up because just like recently, just these past few weeks, it's been a really stressful to try and like keep up the amount of content and the quality of content 
while Tarkov is, I don't want to say floundering because I think that feeds into this narrative that Tarkov is a terrible game and it's in the worst spot it's ever been. But it's, it's a few things in Tarkov are kind of causing it to stall out from the player base perspective. And that makes it harder to make content for. Doesn't mean I believe in the game any less or think long-term it'll be good, but it's been a dude. I've been stressing about like YouTube content stuff. It's fun and it's definitely worth it. But you, I, I've I've gone through this last couple months has been the for the first time where I'm like partially for my own like mental health. I'm like I, I'm I have I don't want to make any content related to con uh, Tarkov right now. Yeah, and you know what? Everybody's going to survive and I'm going to fucking survive. Yeah. Like sometimes you need to look yourself in the mirror and say that because back in the day it used to be, Oh my God, I haven't edited two videos today. Yeah. Like I, I'm fucking, I'm dead. Like as a content creator, I am yep. so, you know, whatever. And it, I, I've been definitely not caring less, but, um, more, I guess like accepting and realistic yeah. and just like i'm gonna if i don't feel like doing it today i'm not gonna do it i should i'm gonna take a break mm -hmm. you know i'm not gonna force it it just feels so it feels like i'm lying if i make a video that's like a highlight video because all i have is i literally have thousands terabytes yeah of epic clips that i could literally make i could be like pestily and put out three highlight videos a day yeah. every day for the next couple of months i, I could easily could and they'd probably all get you know, decent views and it would be free money. And, but it's just like, it, there's something about that. They're just like where I'm at mentally, it oh, feels yeah. disingenuous. Yeah. So I, I'm just like, I kind of want to take a break as much as I can, you know, I'll dabble in Tarkov a couple times a week or whatever. But, uh, I mean, in a perfect world, I need to just take like, I need to take like two weeks off and like not look yeah. at Tarkov because then if I come back to it, maybe it'll feel fresh and I'll like be excited about it again. Um, but yeah, it's always hard because I always want to play it, but I'm so quickly brought back to the yep. instantly like, oh no, I now I fucking remember why I hate this. You know what I mean? So 100%. I think I just need a break. Um, yeah. But uh, but one of the one of the really interesting things I note I noticed, um, and then if you want, we can we can move on. But uh, with there were two videos I did recently. Um, they were just highlight videos they're really similar thumbnail designs although one was black and white yeah and one was like green and brown like slightly less contrasty um and i'm sure the colors and the look and the like the verbiage and everything like one's tasty shots because it was yeah. just a bunch of like sick one taps and another one was headhunter Head Hunter, and it yeah. was like shooter born in heaven and I don't know if I mentioned, I mentioned this somewhere to somebody and I don't remember if I did last week or not. Um, but if you look at those two videos, literally a week apart, really similar content, same kind of style thumbnails. One has 88,000 views. The next one has 19,000 views. And do you want to know, you want to know why? And I'm 98% sure. Of course, it's like the algorithm is like Tarkov ballistics where there's a million factors that you yep. kind of, think you know but you never really know yep um you know who knows maybe there was a like hundred videos that all went out that were epic that day you know or whatever yep. but but it's i'm i'm fairly confident that i know why that video bombed so hard why and it was because i didn't 
check one box when I published the video until I realized it 45 minutes later and I went, ah, shit. And then I fixed it. What box are you talking about? I didn't monetize it. Oh, oh, yeah. That'll do it. So YouTube so, and, does and you, not want to. And you would yeah. think, you would think that like, there's some part of me that thinks that like you'd, I, I don't know, like my gut tells me like when I hit that monetize button, I feel like it's like less people. It's almost like if you're going to put yeah. your chat in sub mode, I feel like there's going to be less viewers because you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but YouTube is like, I want money. Yep. This guy's putting a bunch of ads on his video. I'm going to show it to as many people as I can. And, and I, the biggest part of the video of growth of getting into the algorithm is that first hour. And for the first 45 minutes, it wasn't monetized. And I just so happened to notice when I was going through my list, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Why is this not monetized? Yep, bro. That is, yep, exactly. That's so interesting. Yeah, 60,000 views. YouTube's like, nah, dude, I don't want to show content that I can't make money on. Like when I have content to show these people, dude, it's crazy, man. Yeah, like you're saying, the algorithm is so... It's such an unhealthy thing to try to learn, but like you have to try to learn it to get better at YouTube, but it's not something that can be known. So it's like, because it, it, exactly like you could do everything right. And, you know, somebody else posted just a better video that's circulating because the algorithm picked it up early. You could post 15 minutes later than you would normally post and that could change everything. You know what I mean? If you misspelled something in the title or the th like, it's just insane, bro. It's insane. Like, uh, it's so weird. And trying I mean, to learn it does have such a positive impact on your channel, trying to get better at each individual thing. But as soon as you feel like you understand it, like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. So, Back when I, uh, one of the first companies I worked at was a startup, and it was basically, um, it was essentially a social network for collectors. Um, and part of what I worked on was the essentially the algorithm. Okay. It was a recommendations engine uh, that would serve up related content, and um, it used a, a fairly simple um, like. Bayes classifier that basically yeah. it, it, actually you know what I don't need to get into any details it's fucking boring um, but in a nutshell it, these systems are such that the people that make them know the underlying sort of algorithms but if you understand the underlying algorithm that doesn't mean that you know what the end result is yeah it's like a big black box and you know all of the constituent pieces in the black box they do this and it does this and it does this but there's so many elements that change yeah things that you when you see something go in and you see something come out all you can do is say oh okay it looks like you know this this one was red when it yeah. went in and then you got a higher score yes. but this one was red when it went in and it got a lower score or maybe red doesn't matter and then something else goes in that's blue you know it's like you can only make correlations and yeah. you have to try to guess you know and figure out and educate yourself um look at analytics to figure out like what the what the causation is yep um 
So it, it's it's really super interesting, and unfortunately, I don't think anybody fucking really knows no, how it works. Not at all. Um, it's it's crazy, and and it's such a different thing when you have, it's such a different thing when you have algorithmic weight to lose versus like brand new channels. Like when people start their channels, it's like, dude, you, you can't lose. You know what I mean? You've got 12 subscribers. Don't worry about the algorithm. Like you need to learn how to, what content you enjoy making, what content, like this, that, and the other, you can kind of just shotgun approach and make a bunch of stuff. But like it, the, okay. So the pestily thing that happened, did you, I mean, obviously you saw, he got banned on YouTube for like eight hours. Um, and then he yep. posted that screenshot where he was like, I'm back, but I'm getting like no views on my videos. And I I know that some people took that as like, oh, you're complaining about how many views it dude. When you have like algorithmic weight to lose and something messes it up, whether it was you posted a really bad video or you got a content strike or something like that, like it's crazy. So the, the stress I mean, especially when level, you're on the grind like him, yeah, he posts literally three videos a day. Like yeah. he's all about the momentum of the algorithm and keeping it rolling. Yes. And then all of a sudden when that wheel comes to a halt, it's like, like everybody, please help me push the wheel, it's you know, get crazy. it going. Again. It's crazy. So like it, it gets more, the bigger your channel gets, the more and more stressful it gets. Cause you're like, now if I post a bomb video that gets 300 views, that's going to make the next video, no matter how good it is, get less views. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's dude, it's wild. It's wild. So but well, we're gonna have to see when I when I publish. Uh, I just finished editing. Uh, I still have to render it all, and I was gonna do it before this, but it, it usually takes four or five hours. Yeah. If I don't do a two pass on it, uh, with like a super high bit rate, the video yeah. just comes out fucked. So yeah. I don't know why. Um. So, so I'm gonna have to have it go overnight. But it's gonna be really interesting to see because, like, my again, I don't know how this works, but I just assume that my channel is in like a Tarkov bucket. Yeah. So like when I make music content, it doesn't go to music people. It goes to Tarkov people and some people who are like Tarkov and music, but yes. it kind of flounders because it, you know, yeah. so that's why I made a separate music channel. Yeah. Um, whenever, when I made like Valorant content, it fucking, you know, tanked and, and whatever. I, I still enjoyed making the content sure. and, and that's fine. Um, now with the speed running stuff, like literally the, the, these types of videos that I, I am making and, I think that mine it, that I did uh, for this first episode is on par, you know, with some of the video series that I fucking love that I couldn't be without. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, if any of you guys are familiar with uh, Summoning Salt is uh, is a guy who does like the history of world record progressions and it, he's got great music and it's just always it's always so sick where it's like back in 1992, you know, the world record for Super Mario was like four hours and now it's like 18 seconds and he just talks about like all <laughs> the milestones. I just love that shit. Like the video yeah, essay history stuff. That's cool. Um, Carl Jobs does that with um, with like discovering tricks and all kinds of crazy milestones and speed running. I mean, and these and these videos, they all get millions of views now. I mean, yeah. speed running stuff is popping off because there's either shit tons of drama for people like Dream getting caught cheating Um or someone broke another record, yep. you know, and, and it, those things just always go, go crazy. Yep. Um, so the interesting thing is that like, I know that the content that I'm making, it's, it's like all of the best 
elements of all of these different channels. I know that if I could sit every human being down that watches all these other channels and watch this, these videos, yeah. they would love them. They would subscribe, right? But I have a feeling like they're probably going to get 10,000 views and probably get major downvoted because it's going to be like, I started speedrunning. Everybody's going to be like, yeah, you quit Tarkov. Yeah. And that's going to be the initial like eat shit, you know, whatever. Or for all I know, this will, you know, this could skyrocket the channel to new heights. I mean, who the fuck knows? I, I, I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you never know if like it, it tries to serve this video to a speedrunning audience like a little bit just to see. And then if it gets traction there, maybe it who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So so we'll see. But yeah, so I, I finally ended up finishing episode cool. one. I, I did have to do Ocarina of Time is going to be two episodes. Um, I did a whole like history leading up into everything. Um, I'm going to premiere it I think tomorrow night, probably, nice. um, which is Friday the, uh, the 19th um that's cool and then i so i i speed ran for six weeks and i managed to do like a preamble the history all bunch a whole bunch of tricks a whole bunch of stuff and then i got through the first 10 days and then i'm like it's an hour like i gotta just oh my it. god bro <laughs> um <laughs> dude you want to know something like hear something that'll probably stress you out 90 percent of my videos I sit down at the beginning of the day. I have no idea what video I'm going to make. I film the video in one take and I just chop it up, export it and upload it that day. I mean, it, like that's how I, I back in the day when I was busting out a highlight video a day. Yeah. Um, it was it feel, for some reason it was easier when I was working full time. I don't know. I felt like I could like work <laughs> and come home and I have like, OK, it's five o'clock. I'm going to edit until 630 and I'm going to stream. Yeah. Now it's like. I just I have all day to edit, so I spend all day editing. Um, yeah, but, yeah uh, I guess I get that makes sense. Yeah, but um, but I mean, it was the same way. It was literally I just take all the clips from replay buffer that are all 90 seconds long and I just trim off the beginning and the end. And then once it's, you know, at least 10 minutes long, I put the intro, put the you know outro, yeah. put some music boom. on. Boom. Um, that's like one kind of video. And then there's my video essay video with the, yeah. with the t like like getting Tarkov and stuff that are 40 pages of research and it take me six weeks to do and make me $11 and I lose four <laughs> subs, you know, but, Oh, how did the, I, how did the, um, getting Tarkov series do? Cause I felt like they did, those were like the, the best of both worlds. They were like, for the most part, video essays on elements of Tarkov that, uh, that felt pretty poignant, like about the net code and about like, every single time somebody makes some stupid joke to me about like Tarkov's not supposed to be fun. I point them to that video because I was like, you don't understand what that means. Go, go watch what that means. Go learn what that means. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's tough. Um, it, it, it they did somewhere between slightly not as good and about as good as, my science videos where I'm like CMS oh, versus yeah. serve. Now, and I don't know if that's because I also went with a unique kind of style for the thumbnail, which is very minimalistic. It's literally yeah. black with one yeah. text that the font is Monument Valley with just usually it has Tarkov on the top and then like either netcode or Tarkov's biggest flaw. Tarkov is not fun. Tarkov yeah. paradox. I wanted to try to see like if these simple minimalistic thumbnails yeah. that, that I think are like beautiful 100 percent. but but they're not 
when I have a fucking bright red thumbnail with yellow and white highlighted words, you know, and I do an outline with a white fucking stroke around it and make it glow, you know, they just get a lot more views. And it's kind of yeah. like part of it sucks. But then the other part of it is like I I. I will never like lose respect for anybody for doing the things that they need to do to like yeah. satisfy the algorithm because I have done that at times and I completely understand. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, these days I, I'm, I'm more along the lines of like, I, I think it goes hand in hand with some of the folks that I respect the most that I see that succeeded eventually yeah. with the mindset of fuck whatever algorithm yeah. in spite of you the know? algorithm they succeeded yeah yeah like you know i'm just gonna make my fucking art and if you like it whatever <clears throat> if you don't whatever um but i just i just uh just started getting into, into uh tiktok did i tell you about that no um, i've been thinking about getting into tiktok too <laughs> Yeah, um, there's literally like three ch three channels. I don't even know what they're called. Um, and it's not it's not all about like not the memes and the dancing and whatever. Like I'm not I'm too old for that shit. Yeah. Um, but there's like one. Uh, I, th I think it's called like here's your monkey content, and it's like this monkey named George. He's like a <laughs> almost like a service animal, and he just opens up gifts like presents like from P in the p.o box that people send and it's fucking adorable like he puts he got this little like electric keyboard and he literally like puts he looks flips it over takes the battery cover off instantly grabs batteries and starts putting he's like wicked smart it's just fucking adorable wow um so like and of course my wife likes it too um and then there's uh there's another there's a chick uh who i just found out uh she streams on twitch i just ended up following her last night i think the name is it's either it's me chris or call me chris something like that with a k um and uh and she plays like a bunch of these different characters um one's like a russian lady which is kind of what like caught my attention yeah um you know but uh but yeah one of the videos that i was i was going back through some of her stuff to see like some of the older stuff because i really like to see mm -hmm. okay this person has eight bajillion you know followers I always want to go back and see like what were they doing at the beginning because it's almost yeah. always unless they delete them it's almost always like semi cringe but wholesome like oh they were fucking figuring out their flavor uh -huh. right like yep um you know before she had her character she was just like lip syncing along with like recordings of like for movies and stuff like that yep. it was like before she kind of found her voice but one of the videos was essentially like um so I found out that you know to get big on TikTok you have to like do all these memes and do unoriginal content and be like a chick that wear, doesn't wear a lot of clothes and she literally like walks on screen with like baggy ass sweats and like a rush t-shirt and she just goes oh my god <laughs> and, and then her dog comes over and she just like pets her dog and she's like later that and that's like i'm like hell yeah yeah like you know and then you see now she's got eight bajillion it's like all right you know I, yep. so part it, of me just kind of embracing that yeah there's a definitely bit. something to be said about that exactly it's like bright yellow font and a picture that's split into two sections with a big white stroke on it is popular because at one point only a few people were doing it and it was getting more clicks, right? Like yep. it, it's only popular because at some point somebody chose that over the previous meta thumbnail and it started working. You know what I mean? So 
there's definitely something to be said for, yeah, like just being like, I'm going to do me and that might end up being the next thing. You know what I mean? Like we never know. Like it feels like we're primed for that change again because like, or at least in the Tarkov community, because you YouTube a Tarkov thing and a lot of thumbnails are pretty similar. You know what I mean? So it feels like at any moment, some, yeah, something could be the new thumbnail meta or whatever. And so it's going to take some other driving force. Like, imagine if I made a series that was super viral and I had tons of viewers on Twitch that were sharing it all over the place and on Reddit and all over the place. It was driving from outside of yeah. YouTube. And those had a particular style. Then those videos would get popular. Those thumbnails would start to become yeah. noteworthy, noticeable, and then people would try to emulate those. Yeah. And then it would turn into a new meta, right? Like, that's what we need. I think it all started with all the fucking Minecraft videos from Dude, five years 100%. ago. That all had the big giant, or uh, Fortnite too. Minecraft and Fortnite, the big yellow block letters and stroked characters like removed from the foreground, you know, like. Yep. yep. It's interesting. Another huge thing that I think about when I consider my content is like the long game with like views later, like anything. Like my most viewed video on my YouTube channel was one of the most underperforming videos in the 30 days after I posted it. And it was like, I thought I was, thought I was being super timely with it. I was like, dude, the wipe just happened. I'm going to put like this is or like they announced. So I, I can't remember because it was like a long time ago. And I was like, dude, this is it. I'm, I'm 500 IQing this. And I put out all my contents like, you know, 10 to 20 minutes. And I put out a 59 minute ultimate escape from Tarkov beginner's guide. Like this is it. And it got like 400 views. Did and you put it out right when it wiped? I can't remember. It was around the time I either tried to put it out right before because I was like, then mine will be the one served when people do it. Or it was like right when it wiped or something. And literally dude, I remember I, cause I spent, I mean, it's a 59 minute video. I spent all day making it. And I was like, I was so bummed. I remember texting my friend and I was like, dude, this, sucks it got like 400 views the first day after the first 30 days it had like two or three thousand views and i think it's pushing 150,000 right now that video has made me more money on youtube than any video of all time because it's 59 minutes so i could squeeze eight or nine ads in there without it feeling like there's an ad every two minutes yeah yeah and and i don't know what i didn't even know i checked like it was like a few months later like six months later i checked my most viewed videos and it was at the top and i was like what it was it was wild. So a lot of the stuff I'm making, like especially right now with, you know, good gun builds, budget oriented gun builds. My thought is like, let's say point 13 rolls around and now we've got 250,000 new people YouTubing best budget guns in Escape from Tarkov. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm trying to play the long game. That was my initial strategy, too. I started doing YouTube in like the spring of 20. 18 or 19. I don't remember. Whatever, whatever year we got point 12, we got point 12 in October. And mm -hmm. I started making content in March and I literally started making content for when point 12 came out. I was like, I was like, I want to have these videos done when point 12 comes out. So that's another thing too. Like there's one side of it where you're chasing the viral video. You're chasing the today in the next 10 hours. I want 50,000 views. I did a podcast summary once. I was super proud. I got it up like the podcast was still going when I put up my podcast summary because they were just at the end goofing off. And I was like, 
and I got it up and it got 50,000 views in like 12 hours and then immediately died. It just got, you know, crushed. And I was like, hey, that's cool. Like, you know what I mean? I got yeah, the yeah. closest thing to a viral video. It died. Now, two months later, it has like 56,000 views. Like it, it died. So there's that side of it where I'm trying to chase the right now. But then the other side of it is like, can I can I title and thumbnail a video to get some initial views? But can it be about a subject that will still get views six months from now? Because we know Tarkov, you know what I mean? Like point 13 yeah. is going to be a huge moment. 1.0 is going to be a huge moment. Whenever these things come, whatever. But I want my catalog to be as filled out as possible so that when 100,000 people start Googling stuff, you can't Google something without getting one of my videos. That's my thought. We'll see how it pans out. <laughs> I wonder... I've gone through so many styles that my OCD like hates my my fucking videos page. Oh, because <laughs> I have like That's six funny. six discrete styles. Um, That's super funny. That part of me, and, and we've talked about this before, where you'll see one thumbnail on a video, and and you maybe you'll even watch the video, and then two days later you'll see like oh someone else did a video because it's the same topic but it's a different thumbnail but you realize it's the same video they changed the thumbnail yeah like the second or third day yeah um and it's probably to like get the people who scrolled by it the yep. first time i kind of like some part of me wants to go and take like the last 30 videos and just make a template where i could quickly bust out 30 thumbnails Dude. that are all the same and, and then just see like do the views on them go up yeah, you I've know, tried or... that a few times where I felt like a video was underperforming. I changed the thumbnail, but I sometimes I feel like the the weight, like you were saying earlier, the weight of the first few hours is so meaningful that like even if I'm like, ah, it's underperforming, let me change the thumbnail. I'm always like, I missed it. You know what I mean? Like, but I think for that where you're just talking about like normalizing your content, I think that's probably a great idea. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that, like, most of these videos probably aren't going to get recommended, you know, to anybody right now, you know, that if, yeah. if I were to change the thumbnail or whatever, it I think it would only maybe reel in a few new people who haven't watched those videos or who skipped yeah. those videos, um, especially, like, a lot of the meme song videos. Like, there yeah. are still people that sub, sub to me in the last year. And all my videos from two or three years ago, like the green screen ones where I'm like Dude, running around yes. inside Tarkov and the, or the parody ones where they're like, how have I never heard this? Is this new? It's like, no, this is from like 2004, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they'd be like, oh, shit, look at this new content, right? Without seeing that it was literally three years ago. I don't know. I wonder. I'd love to see the graph on things like your contact science video because I because that video was huge, right? As far as views. And I bet that's been a relatively evergreen video. Like I bet every time Tarkov has a big jump, you get a bunch of views on that video. Yeah. And the sad thing about that is that like, it's probably completely irrelevant because of all the, because of it was pre steam audio a yeah. and B all of the contacts have since changed and it doesn't have any of the new ones. So it's two years old, Yeah, but it's yeah. So like, that's like my sixth, highest viewed video is uh over 400,000 views is the contacts one the 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 two biggest ones are and it's kind of kind of crazy actually the three biggest ones number 2 and number 3 are both the um labs yeah. sick case run yeah where i made 15 million rubles in one raid yep. um and well, of course 15 million rubles back then was 
It was different money back then. Yeah, it was. You could was... buy so I could buy eleven pairs of contacts Bro. for that many. Um, and then number three was the two thick cases that I took into factory during the like tr uh, the Raiders yep. Everywhere event, which yeah, both of those have like six hundred plus thousand views. Number one is and. I wish that I had more context um, but as to some of this stuff, but it's how I doubled my profits. I've been looting oh, wrong this whole time. Yep. And that was the video that I shouted out. Quattro. Quattro Ace. And I, 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 how, do, how do I... I'm not I, like, surprised say this. that that's your top feed video. I want to like, say this without... It's so easy to like have something sound shitty so i'm like trying to figure <laughs> out how to say it when i when i i remember last time i was in quattro's channel and i uh i resubbed because i've been subbed to him for for actually a couple of years now probably um and he's just always been like really nice super cool down-to-earth dude um one of his mods said something like Something along the lines of like, yeah, you know, you're the reason why he blew up. And it, I know that that's not like, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to say that, but I yeah. do know that like I shouted him out. It happens to be the video with three quarters of a million views, the most views ever. Um, and and if you like look at my analytics graphs and then look at his like Twitch oh, yeah. graphs, it's like, holy shit. It's just so interesting to me that like I could have made. I feel like I've I've been able to make more of a difference on other people's channels than I do online. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I mean, but, uh, yeah, that's not. I mean, that's not like a dick thing to say. You know, if Pestley made a thirty-minute video about me, I would get a lot from that, and I, it wouldn't be weird for him to be like, "Yeah, I." You know what I mean? Like that's 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 such a combination, though. That was so beneficial for you and for Quattro because that's such a combination of like everything that is that's everything you want out of a YouTube video because like everybody's made a video, including me on like how to make money in Tarkov, the best way to make money in Tarkov. Something about the titling of that too, like how I doubled my profits. It's just very inherently, it's a lot less of like, I don't know. It's it's a lot less like traveling salesman where I'm knocking on a door just trying to like give you this, you know, the deal of your life, how to how to make money in Tarkov. And it was yeah. a lot more like mysterious. Like, don't you want to know how I'm swimming in all this money? That's such a clickable title, bro. So it was that was like I was like a really good time for like you on YouTube as well. And you on like and Tarkov, Tarkov was smaller. There wasn't as much competition. You're one of the OGs with all these guys that like really when the game blew up and that was a really good video to post then like labs was out. We had a bunch of people farming money. You had a, the, the, the start, the, you know, the chads were, were, they were growing in their eggs. They were all beginning to, and now it's like, so that was just, that was such a, all the things that's such a great video it's a great title it was at a great time and that worked well for you and for quattro because you know seven hundred fifty thousand views for you and quattro got 
750,000 eyes on his name. And it's great. And he deserves it. Like, I'm not even saying like, dude, oh, yeah, I yeah, watch Quattro sure, all sure. the time. You know what I mean? It's He should he should have had more viewers than me at the time. Yeah, and yeah. And now like, he does. So now I feel like I've restored balance to the force. You know, it's, it's just like so funny, though, how how things can. Uh, I mean, and there's a million, a million um, reasons why things happen the way they do. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting how like. There are some people whose Twitch viewership has gone up 50-fold. Some people who've stayed stagnant. Some people who've gone up and down and up and yeah. down and up and down. And, but, like, the YouTube and Twitch, they, like, do completely different things. Like, there are people who have 5,000 viewers now that a year ago had 150 viewers <laughs> that they had 15,000 subs on yeah. YouTube, and now they have 20,000. Yeah. So it's like they've blown up on Twitch and their YouTube is kind of, you know, hasn't really yeah. gone. Not, not, I don't want to say hasn't gone anywhere, but like, no, for it's sure. Just, it's, it's so weird how it's because, different these two platforms are. Yeah. It's because everybody that watches Twitch, I want to, I mean, this is an overgeneralization. Everybody that watches Twitch watches YouTube, but a very small majority of the people that watch YouTube watch Twitch. And I yeah. think that's it. My growth from 70, you know, concurrent viewers this time last year to 400 concurrent viewers this time last year. I was actually talking. This is so funny. I was actually talking to my wife about this today on our we were out on a walk. Isn't because I'm taking viewers from Landmark or from you. It's because I'm converting people who watch YouTube that don't watch Twitch to watch Twitch and they click on that to watch me. So then they're more likely to come back to me. And that's how, like, you know what I mean? And so I think, I feel like that's why sometimes it can feel like they're in sync. And sometimes it can feel like they're crazy out of sync. Because it's like, if you watch Twitch, you know who Landmark is. And you're either, you like that content or don't, and you're going to do it. That he doesn't have any room to, like, acquire new, you know what I mean? He's just like, everybody knows, you know what I mean? And he started to post more on YouTube, which I think is great for him. Because now he's going to start doing the same thing and convert people. But... It's a, but, but there's billions, you know what I mean? Of people that watch YouTube and the game's blowing up. And so there's a lot of people that you can still introduce to Twitch. And yeah. that's been, that has been the driving force for my growth. A hundred percent. Every single day I get people who's like, oh, you're the first person I ever subbed to on Twitch. I didn't wait. What? I mean, people are like, wait, what is Amazon Prime? That's, you know, if you're on, if you're on Twitch, it's a meme. You know what I mean? But when you get, it's like, oh, wow. Like that always tells me it's like, damn, like you're new around here, aren't you? Well, welcome. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. Yeah. The, um, the, I feel like the, the meta, well, not, not the meta, but people people like us we pay attention to both our numbers and other people's numbers yeah. but not it not for vanity necessarily mm -hmm. but because we like have to yeah um we can learn a lot from it and yes. obviously we can see you know where we're succeeding or where you know sometimes we it's almost like when you're playing a game like Hearthstone or Magic how you like can use your HP as a resource like I'm like I'm going to do this today. It's investing in like a slightly different, you know, the Super Mario or the Ocarina of Time communities where I might get yeah. 60 viewers instead of 600, but it's like an investment in 100%. diversifying, right? You know, so um but but I remember, I mean, if you were to go back 
a year and a half it's all blown together it's like the difference between six months and two and a half years ago to me i can't discern like it's all blurred together <laughs> no, that's but just... there was there was a point where like i think you were probably sitting at 60 or 70 viewers i was averaging like 800 because i that was when i was still mm. working um and i was like streaming in the morning oh yeah and and that was also when like before landmark was was I, I think before he even streamed because he like just came in and kind of blew up yeah um so it was literally like will willers would stream like overnight you know until like five or six in yeah. the morning i would stream at like six and there'd be nobody else until like deadly slob would come on later on um and it was like that time slot there was nobody else going and yeah. i was active on youtube and it's like completely different numbers and now these days I start my stream and I start with like Ocarina of Time and there's just a lot less people that are interested. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is, is that there, I still get so many people that are like, where have you been? Even <laughs> though I stream seven days a week, That's every now wild. and then I'll take a day off. Yeah. But, and the reason why, and it makes sense because I, I kind of have this issue myself. When you open up the Twitch page, you have your follow channels on the left. You really only get the top like 10. Yeah. And then it's under the fold is show more. So I have Summit, Shroud, Pestily, Co-Carnage, Sequisha. So in terms of viewers, that's 40K, 17K, 8K, 5K, 2K. And then a bunch of Escape from Tarkov yep. streamers that are all in like the two to 300 viewer. Yep. But then there's... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 30, 32, 34 channels that are all live that have somewhere between 1 and 170 viewers yep. that the, the, the chances of me clicking on their stream yeah. are pretty small. It's it's almost like I should like unsub to summit. I mean, not unsub, but like unfollow because yeah. it's like I'll 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 end up isn't on his stream all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's fucking summit. Um, he's gonna be in my recommended if he's not in my followed. You know what yep. I mean? Um, but it, so I know that I'm kind of like fucking myself by starting my stream off because what I do is I'm starting off lower and then I'm below the oh, fold. Yeah. If I switch to Tarkov, usually I'll see my numbers start to go up a little bit. But these days. Back in the day, if I switched from one game to Tarkov, I would go from 200 viewers to 1,000 in a couple of hours. Yeah. Now I go from 200 to 300. Yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of sits there. And, and there's a lot of reasons for that um, because I've been so grumbly with Tarkov and, you know, everything like that. There's a, there's a million reasons that but, I'm well yeah, aware but of, I get what you're of all saying. of them. Um, Wouldn't it be but, nice? Yeah, this whole meta. If there was a UI element on Twitch where you could favorite streamers so that if they were live they would always show up at top Wouldn't i kind of just wish cool? that the follow the followed channels just wasn't listed by like wasn't viewer numbers des descending you know mm -hmm. like just fucking randomize it <laughs> for like a week it. twitch you know like because there's all these people that i don't you know, like, I haven't watched Breaking Skulls in fucking forever. Yeah. And the reason why is because he's been playing GTA 5 and doing RP now that I hover over his thing. And I didn't even know that. And I love watching GTA RP. Yeah. And I love Breaking Skulls. I'm, I've been subbed to him for fucking 
probably over two years now, and I haven't been to his stream because he hasn't been doing Tarkov, so his numbers are lower. Yep. So I don't and even then see you him. Don't even see him. Yep. And I'm sure that that's how that's people that are like, "Where's Veritas been? He hasn't been streaming. You've been gone." Like, no. Yeah. You must just not have like notifications on or whatever. You must not follow me on Twitter or you must not be in the Discord or you must not click on expand show more in your follower yeah. list because you just assume everybody just assumes because that one time I had a hundred thousand viewers that I'm basically <laughs> summit and I'm always going to have yeah. five digit viewers. It's like, you know, like yeah. when I go in, when I go into um, Quattro races chat, he has 3,500 viewers and they're all like, oh my God, is that the real Veritas? Like I'm fucking famous. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you know, I, I only have a hundred and something people. You want to come <laughs> by and say hi? We can fucking hang out. You just yeah. you and me, you know? Like, yeah, it's it's just so it's so funny. I, and I think people on YouTube don't realize that too. That they yeah, some people just assume that like, oh, this guy's a YouTuber or whatever. You know, like when I play Mordhau, people are like, oh my god, is this the real? There's no way you're the real. And it's like, as if I'm fucking PewDiePie. Yeah. I, I find like, that they interesting. don't just come by and say, hey, you can will talk yeah. and they just don't, you know, if I went to Mr. Beam, Mr. Beast streaming, he's not going to see my fucking chat comment, yeah. you know, go by. But we're we're more accessible than, you know, you would think. So it, it is fucking hang out. It is super weird how like I'll get people that say I've watched your I've watched your YouTube channel for a long time now. I didn't realize you streamed where every single video I've ever published to YouTube, I say in the intro and the outro that I stream on Twitch, and then I have the links down below. So it's like, it's not that I'm saying those people are dumb, but it's just, it's crazy how if people skip around in the video or whatever, or maybe they hear it and they, you know, they're like, well, maybe I'll check them out one day. It's just, it's like, it's worth it. It's worth hounding it. Like I put it in every single thing and it's paying off now recently. The, the love from the YouTube in the past few like weeks has been insane. But it's just like it's it's crazy. Like you really have to put it out there because getting I mean, getting that's just true of anything. Getting anybody to cross a platform barrier is insane. It's insanely difficult. Right. You know what I mean? To get somebody you, you have to give them a value proposition. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people on YouTube, you know, they would love to to think that they could at any time every, once a day during for in, in eight. I'm like rambling here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> stuttering my fucking brains out. I think it's because I just had like coffee and I just woke up. Um, but it, if you were to tell them that, you know, any day they can come by the stream and talk with insert their favorite content creator here, yeah. they'd be like, what fucking really? You know, it, whenever I find out that one of my favorite content creators that I've been following for a long time, either on YouTube or whatever, I find out they stream and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go in and maybe mm -hmm. they'll notice me, you know, and it's like, yep. I see that they've got 120 viewers, even though they've got 10 million YouTube subs. Yeah, they're new on Twitch. They're not even partnered yet. And it's like, it's weird. You know, I was watching man. Adam, Adam Neely. Have you ever seen Adam Neely's YouTube mm -hmm. channel? Oh, he makes music, fucking okay. unbelievable music stuff. It just, That's he's sick. one of the best. He's like the, the YouTube music folks there's like five or six big names that are always doing stuff together and adam neely's one of them okay. um I, just to see that he was streaming the other day with like 120 people it's like oh, holy fuck that's you know? crazy it's different different worlds you know yeah it's super interesting dude the content creation world is dude it's wild there's so many so many things to think about but i think like at the end of the day the biggest thing is for me has been just and for you as well, 
doing more than one, like doing YouTube and Twitch. And like one might take a lull or the other might take a lull or there's a lot to learn about both. But I've reaped so much reward from doing both instead of just focusing on one or the other. And it's, For sure. And there's something, to, I think, to that point, there's something to be said about growing them together. Like that guy growing to 10 million subs on YouTube and then being like, oh, I want to try to start streaming, which is fine. He didn't know 10 million subs ago that he wanted to live stream. But I just think there's a lot of value in newer content creators growing those things together because there is a very symbiotic relationship. A lot of YouTube comments I get were like, I was there for that clip. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're willing to watch that content a second time if it's in a highlight yeah. video or a clip video because they feel like they're like, I was there. And then you get the people who are on YouTube crossing over to Twitch being like, yo, I ask questions in his comment section all the time, but he's got a thousand comments. That's a hard to go through. I can just go ask him this question live. Like, and so it's a cool, they, they play really well off each other and it's stressful, but it's super valuable to do them both at the same time. Yeah, for sure. I got my, uh, I got my, the desk that I was talking about. It's, it's sitting here in boxes. Got I'm going to, I got to put one? it together. Okay. I have, yeah, I haven't, I haven't built it yet. Um, the company never got back to me. So it's like, I, so you just got one. I, yeah. I just, I just ended up buying one, but then, but then at the same time, it's kind of like, I almost don't, I hate, this is where I'm at right now where it's like, I need to take this seriously because it's a business and it's like, right now it's my livelihood Yeah, where it's like, I don't, if people ask me what kind of desk I have, I want to be like, I'm not telling you because <laughs> yeah. they don't pay me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been fucking pimping out, you know, secret lab chairs and fucking for so long and, you know, they won't answer my DMs and, you know, all this other stuff. It's just like, ugh, it, it's such I'm a like, weird. I'm like, I'm like reinforcing my desk so that I don't have to get another. I'm like, I was thinking about buying more legs to attach to it. And I've got like nice. two by fours or like one by fours that I mount. So like you've got the monitor mount, but that just like squishes through the table. So you put like a one by four on the top and the bottom and it distributes the weight. Like I'm so freaking because the, the desk thing just stressed me out. There's too many desks. It's such a pain to change it all over. So I was like, I'm just I'll, I'll let you know how this goes. Yeah, I'm going to build real. it because my computer, my new rig is coming Monday. Ugh. At least that's what the shipping says. That's when balls to the walls i start doing a whole bunch of other content start doing a i have a million ideas for music related stuff and a whole bunch of other stuff i want to do um and i think I, I think that i might start doing more i, th I think i want to dedicate my instagram to more guitar stuff That'd be now dope. that i have like stream room studio over there you yeah. know in the next room uh i have separate cameras separate streaming and recording gear over there um, but then also I think I might want to, um, also do, cause I think I can like triple dip and I think it would be really like fruitful, useful, and interesting, um, to potentially jump into, uh, TikTok and do, cause here's what I'm thinking. If I were to do a video that was, um, like one of the videos I want to do is about Ocarina of Time soundtrack. Oh. And I want to use that as teaching the different modes because the genius of the soundtrack is that literally all of the songs are all in different modes of C major. So you can play every really? song for the most part, every song with just hitting the white keys, but they all sound totally different. One's in Lydian, one's in Phrygian, one's in Dorian, but they all sound totally different and they all have a different vibe. And it's like, 
so I think that would be a really That's cool nuts. way of teaching the modes to be like, hey, you know, if you want to learn how to play this this song, it's just all the white keys. But then why is this other song all the white keys too? And it sounds totally sounds different. And so use that different. to talk about modes. But then also, wow. so that would be like a YouTube video. And then what I would do is I would have like a jam um, that's like a minute long where I'm just shredding over a backing track. And maybe I just mentioned the video and I put that on Instagram. So it's like a, a little bit of that video goes on Instagram and then a different chunk that maybe, you know, like kind of like Venn diagrams yeah, that overlap man. a little that's bit. That's such a great idea. Um, do do a little bit more like little tiny lessons of like, here's your here's your music lesson of the day. And it's like 30 seconds of like, baby, you can try this riff. Yep. And it's just like over and done with. And then something that's just like a shred on Instagram and I feel like I could sit down in there for Bro. a couple hours and and do like six bits of content for three different platforms. Um, that's a great. I think it'll idea. be fun. I think it's. Dude, I think that's super worth. Yeah, just once again experimenting with, investing your time into, it and then seeing what happens. Yep. Yeah, TikTok is nuts for like reach and just the amount of people that consume that content, and music is such a big part of that. That like that could be a bridge into other content. Like, you know what I mean? Like you being a musician and stuff yeah. like that. Like I assume it's all but like the way that they monetize, it must be get a bajillion followers and then you now are quote unquote an influencer to where you can, one of your TikToks has fucking Krispy Kreme donut in it and it's hashtag 100%. ad and they paid you $10,000 yeah. because you have 8 million. 100%. I don't think, yeah, that you can monetize outside of just being huge and working with brands. Not that I'm aware yeah. of. I mean, even even if it grows to a point where like more brands are willing to just like, hey, I'll send you a fucking guitar or I'll send you yeah. some strings or I'll send you whatever, just free shit that'll help make more content yeah. that will then help, you know, boost the numbers and, you know, get sponsors and stuff. And for sure. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how that goes. That's dope. I like that idea though, for sure. Hey, yep. For sure. <laughs> You said, uh, so you said something about a poll. Oh yeah. So we talked the other, we talked the other day, it was last podcast about, um, we were talking about Tarkov and we were talking about how I felt like sometimes uh, I, I, we were talking about how I don't necessarily always know what the average Tarkov player is, even though I feel like I do cause I make beginner's guides. So Last oh, I saw up in the comments of our of the podcast, a bunch of people were putting like yes. their stats, and a bunch of people DM'd me, bro. A bunch of people DM'd me and was like, "Yo, I, I listen to the podcast. Like, this is my stuff. I don't know if it helps." And I'm like, "Yo, this is sick." So that was I posted it like three hours before the last podcast, so it had like a few thousand votes at that time. That poll, how much money do you have in Tarkov? Because what's the number one thing everyone's saying right now? Too easy to make money. I've got 43 billion rubles. I'm buying slicks and stuff all the time. You're running into all these chads. Money, money, money. That's it. Well, how much how much money do you have in Tarkov, right? 33,000 votes, which is more than I thought I'd get, but definitely not the entire Tarkov community. I understand it. Did you put it on Twitter or? On YouTube, the community page. Holy fuck. You need to watch the Spiffing Brits video about how the community tab is broken. He did this amazing video on it. It's you should definitely the community I mean, tab underutilized. The community every time I post something on the community tab, it's usually 
eat shit. I hate your content. <laughs> like, well, oh. I post I post I'm going live every day and that gets like 60 likes. But think about I mean, think about like the impressions. You know what I mean? What like understanding impressions is it was showed to somebody whether they interacted with it or not. Think about how many impressions this poll got of 33,000 people voted, 465 people liked it and 700 and 734 people commented on it. Right? So That's that's huge. That's huge. So yeah, yeah. Anyways, so 33,000 votes. How much money do you have in Tarkov? Understanding that people can lie if they want. 45% said 0 to 5 million rubles. 45%. That blew my mind. I was wondering if making the the cutoff, it was 0 to 5, 5 to 10, 10 to 20 and over 25. I was worried you that thought 5 was too low. I, th- I was worried that 20 was too low. You know, I was worried that I should have been like 20 to 50, 50 to 100, you know what I mean? And 46%, 45% of the people of the 33,000 votes said 0 to 5 million rubles. So I was like, man, wow. I wonder and I would I would assume that it, that those numbers would be higher than the average because people are more likely to yeah. share when they're successful, right? Yes, a hundred percent. Like the second highest category was over twenty million rubles at, but that was at twenty three percent. So that was almost half as many people. You know what I mean? So like, that's cash, not stash value. Yeah, cash. Zero to five million. So that just like. It told me a lot about like a lot more people than I think are still struggling with the game. It told me about the divide where the second biggest category is plus 20 million. So that's why it feels like that. It's like people that have engaged with this game for a long time, like a year or more, they're all probably stacked. 25 million rubles. I freaking, uh, dude, I, my survival rate, me. so my survival rate went down like 2% this week and I my my cash on hand value went up almost 20 million. It's insane. The Bitcoin, I'm crafting graphics cards. It's just, it's wild, bro. So that's that. That's an interesting split. It's not like a lot of people at zero to five, you know, a little bit fewer people at five to 10, a little bit fewer people at 10 to 20, and a little bit fewer people at over 20. It's like, you're either poor or you're rich, <laughs> which is why that informs a lot of stuff about like, that informs a lot of the arguments that happen between the casuals and the sweaties, the chads and the rats, which oftentimes just comes down to people who like, yeah, who are like, dude, I'm just trying to figure this game out. I've got three, 3,000 rubles. And then the guy that's got 3,000 hours in it that hasn't even tried and has 89 million rubles. So it just informed a lot of that. So I was like, well, let me do a little bit more research. So I was like, I did another one and I was like, well, what level are you in Tarkov? Because I was like, once again, we're... I'm level 50. You know what I mean? You kind of assume everybody's level 50. Do like a dollar per level. <laughs> oh, that would actually be super interesting. And this surprised me as well. I, You can only put so many things in a poll. So I wanted to include higher ranges. So I did 1 to 15, 16 to 30, 31 to 45, and then 46 and above. Oh my God. Let me wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. I'm looking at my, my dog tag. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be interesting. To see if like average... 265, 535, 40, 18, 33, 20. The average, like the most common has got to be in the mid 30s is my guess. Yeah. 31 to 45 was the most, the most, yeah. Um, 41% of people said they were in the 31 to 45 range. And then there's people who are level 60. And that was 23,000. Literally every single person in my, in my dog tag case that 
is above level 50 has TV in their name, or <laughs> I know that they're a streamer. Yeah. So it's just which like says something. Somebody it either says that they're more likely to stream. <laughs> yeah. If they if they you know are a higher level, or they're more likely to be higher level. Yeah. But the the comments are super interesting. People saying that they're taking breaks or or like a lot of the comments were actually really informing about a lot of the just the mind frame behind people. Somebody asked, they were like, what is this for? Like, is this for like a video? And I was like, I don't know yet. You know what I mean? Like this is right now. It's more for me correcting my view of the average player of this game. You know what I mean? And it's it makes me feel even worse because it doesn't change like what we talked about, that the biggest issues with Tarkov are things like netcode. You know what I mean? Where like the you can do all the right things and the game just decided that you're going to lose that fight and you didn't have a chance and that feels bad. So it like makes me feel even worse because if the average player is a lower level than I thought with less money than I thought, it's like, oh man, then that means this when that stuff happens, it's really brutal. For me, it's like whatever, just kid up and go back at it. So I don't know, like, it might, you know, I might do more of these polls and I might do like a video with the information at the end, but it really is just helping inform me on like when I talk, I talk about the game a lot in my videos, I talk about the game online on stream and it's like, I just, I just thought that more people were, you know, 40 plus with 30 million rules. You know what I mean? I just didn't realize that there were that many people because it's crazy. Everybody's like, just buy it off the flea market, just buy it from the traders. And it's like, if the, if the 41% of the community is level 33, then they don't have level four traders. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. they have the flea market, but it's like, I don't know. So it's just, it's crazy. So the, uh, the 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 data science the amateur data scientist in me wants to give you a tip because this is something that I learned. Okay. Um. What you should what you should think about doing the next time you do these because these are fucking like this always happens where you do you you gather data every time we had to come up with an app update because I architected and did all of the analytics mm -hmm. and I worked with the product teams and whatever and we'd always like gather a bunch of or put a bunch of data like nets in there to capture data yeah. and then wait for a month and then the data would come in and I'd do my presentation and we'd be like this is fascinating what does it mean I don't know let's do more data the yeah. problem is is that we were we what we were trying to do was we wanted to find in pieces of information mm -hmm. and but that's the wrong way to look at it what you want to do is you want to figure out what questions you want to answer and then work backwards from there to figure out what information do I need to answer those questions. Yeah. So like if you want to if you want to know, you know, where the average player is at, don't assume that money and level will tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to ask other questions um because you'll end up hitting the target in one or two rather than, you know, throwing it and someone says warm and then throwing it a little yeah, bit colder. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Throwing it a little bit warmer. Okay. Throwing it a little bit warm until eventually you fucking triangulate on like, Oh, okay. I have yeah. 19 pieces of information. Most of it's irrelevant no. except for this and this. That makes a um, lot of sense. And, and that sticks out to me because I, even just the, hearing the way that you like were describing the different categories and the different groups, yeah. I don't fit into any of those. I'm level 50 something with yeah. a bajillion hours, a thousand raids, and I've got five million rubles cash. And I and that's only because I haven't fucking played more than three raids in the last seventy-two hours. Um, and I've just 
been collecting like two Bitcoin a day. Yep. So like I, there's the the weird kind of correlation and mapping you have to do between skill, time, experience, yeah. money, killing, surviving, winning fights. Like those things are all completely, yeah, not completely independent. But there's like 900 Venn diagrams that all kind of overlap. Yes, where if you survive a shit ton. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be rich because you might just be a pussy and hide in a bush and then extract yeah. with nothing. Yeah. Or you might always be fully fucking geared because you're killing chads. Or you might always go night raids with a pistol and fill your backpack full of stuff alone on dead servers. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. At least at least for me, having a thousand raids, a 35% survival rate. Um, you know, and 6,400 hours online. You know, I've got 2,600 kills. Yeah. And I basically break even. Yeah. For the most part. Um, you know, like every couple of days I buy a graphics card. <laughs> yeah. And then that like sets me back down to a few million and then I sell a couple Bitcoin and then I buy a graphics card and then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with labs and, and stuff like that and that I play solo, but for sure. there's just so many more factors than you can't look at somebody's stats Actually, this is this is the interesting summary, I think, to my rant, is that I don't think you could look at stats and necessarily 100% of the time or even 80% of the time say that you know what kind of player they are, how much experience they have. If you got rid of the hours and yeah. you got rid of the level, if you just looked at KD, survival rate, cash, and like item stash value, those four things... I don't know that you could. Are they a Chad or are they a fucking rat? Do yeah. they, oh, do they yeah. love PvP or do they avoid it? Do they do hatchet runs? I don't know. Exactly. You know, I don't think you could You'd know. never be able to tell. Which that's why, like, because I completely agree with what you're saying. It's because Tarkov is the way it is, there's no singular data point that could give you, like, a, oh, that means most players do this. Um, but that's why the money thing surprised me so much because the. Because if everyone in the community has 50 million rubles, then they could get that in a million different ways, right? Because that's the thing. You run interchange, and you're like, all oh, these damn hatchet runners that just run in, they they boof the Letix and the GPU, and then they either run out and die or whatever. Or you can be like, you know, Landmark and just like slay out and make a bunch of money that way. Or you could go, like you were saying, solo night raids. You could do all this. But the fact that so many people had so little money there's still a lot of ways they could lose that money, but it was just surprising not to that that informs me of like the, of the way people play, but it informs me that the game is different than the narrative that the community is pushing, including myself. But the narrative is that it's never been easy to make money. You just make a bunch of money even when you don't play. So it's like you make a bunch of money even if you don't play. So that means whether you play 10 hours a day or zero hours a day, the narrative is that you'll have a bunch of money either way. You can make money by chatting around and just being landmark and slaying out, or you can make a bunch of money hatchet running, or you can make a bunch of money lose like um, running from PVP. So it almost doesn't even matter. So like that was why it was so interesting to me that so many people had such little money because there's a, like there's a lot less ways to have a little bit of money. It's that you die a lot. 
If you have mm -hmm. a lot of money, you could have acquired that wealth a hundred different ways. But if you have a little bit of money, you just die a lot. You know what I mean? And so that was just what was interesting is like everybody says that everybody has a bajillion rubles and a lot more people had a lot less than I thought. It was interesting. Here's here's the thing, and I'm not sure. I don't know if my the stream died or what. Can you hear me fine? Am I good? I can hear you, yeah. Okay, hold on. Fuck them. You're, <laughs> it'll, yeah, come, yeah. it'll come back. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Um, so, fuck, what was I going to say? I forget. Oh, God, I'm the worst. I'm the worst podcaster. <laughs> I'm the worst podcaster ever. Um, oh, what I was going to say was the true thing that is going to make me unpopular always is that the average person, the average reasonable, mature person who you picture like, who you you would think just like me and you, yep, are the types of people that don't fucking answer polls on YouTube. They're not on That's Twitch so every true, day. Yeah. They just play the game and they're not vocal. They don't care enough about it to fucking get involved. They just play, you know, like they they, they enjoy it and they're invested in it, but not that's enough so true yeah so that's it is. i don't know there's something to that i'm sure i think there we, we only hear yeah. the loud extremes yeah that's so true that yeah yep man that that, that really is true because yeah like ex exactly everybody not everybody but a lot of people because think about the yeah the people that are going to be like flocking to youtube it's like the people that play all the time and are super duper invested or the people that are like, I keep dying. How do I get money? You know what I mean? And so, whereas if you are if you get to play a few hours a day and have fun with your buddies and you all have a 37% survival rate, it's like, you're just doing your thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's so true. That's why, like, I would really love to just, like, see the stats. You know what I mean? From BSG's perspective. Like, I'm not saying that they should or would ever give them out, but I just want to see them. I'm going to see him just because I want to like, once again, the, the money thing just shook up how I saw the game and comparing that to the narrative that I push. It's just like, I just want to, I just want to know the right answer. I don't necessarily feel like obligated as a content creator to right the wrongs or change the verbiage or whatever. It's just like, I get a lot of people that come in and ask questions and I just want to, I just want to know that i'm giving not giving accurate information but i don't know it's just interesting i just like you want to you want to know that you're like looking through a non-tinted lens yes i want to know that i'm on analyses yeah because i try to be unbiased and that's the thing i try to be as unbiased as i can possibly be and then i did that poll and something i was just like whoa like i had no idea so exactly it's like i just want to be able to look at tarkov and look at the content i make through the truest lens you know what i mean possible it's interesting and i'm i'm back to what happened a month ago which is dropping exactly 65.9% of my frames yo that's weird I don't, I don't know what the deal is but chat's fucking freaking out the video's been a little weird, but the audio has been coming fine through. Yeah, my 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 network's fucked. We okay. prob probably probably want to wrap this. Yeah, thing no, up. that's totally fine. Is. I mean, we got we got we got through a whole lot of stuff. We're right at an hour, hour and a half. So everything else was just like we got through all the stuff we wanted to talk about today. We just had a few other extra topics and stuff like that. So yeah, um, not much going on in Tarkov land, but uh, which which is actually kind of nice because it's. Uh, I, 
if there was like a wipe right now, I'd probably be super depressed because it's like I don't <laughs> fucking care. I kind of want like there to be a lull while yeah. I have a lull, so then like I can come back when that's you know, true. Yeah, that, that Steam audio is back or something. There's something to like accepting the Tarkov lull and then making sure that you can take the time, play some other games, get refreshed, and then when 12.10 or a big thing hits, we're like ready for it. That's very true. So, well, cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, this has been this has been good. Um, we're, we've been getting a lot more, the, the traction on the podcast channel has been picking up. If you don't know, we've got our own channel on YouTube, go sub to it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for hanging with us. We'll be back next week for some more shenanigans, maybe get some guests on soon and yeah, thanks for hanging with us. Peace.